This episode of The Happiness Question is brought to you by Jay Schiffman. Jay Schiffman is a public speaker, coach, and host of the Choose Your Struggle podcast. He interviews people with lived experiences on the topics of mental health, substance misuse, and recovery, and drug use and policy to help end stigma and normalize difficult conversations through empathy and vulnerability. Each year, over 125,000 Americans die from overdose and suicide combined. I'm not even talking about the other causes of death related to substance misuse and mental health. Just those two. Those are our friends, our neighbors, our family members. They go to our churches, eat next to us at our favorite restaurants. They talk to us through our favorite podcasts. And these deaths are completely preventable. There are massive system changes that need to happen. But until we can have an honest conversation about these topics, these lives will continue to be lost. That's why Jay produces the Choose Your Struggle podcast. That's why he tells his story. As a guy in long-term recovery who survived two suicide attempts and an overdose, he recognizes his privilege. He's been given a second chance in a country and a world where most people don't even get their first. For him not to use it for something truly meaningful would be a waste of his second chance. That's why he gives up every day to work to end the stigma and ensure that those who need help get the help they deserve because we're in this together. Check out his podcast, Choose Your Struggle, by listening wherever you find podcasts. Today's episode is sponsored by Anchor. It's the great podcast creator and distributor that helps make the happiness question possible. They make it easy to distribute your podcast onto more than 10 platforms, including Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts, all without you lifting a finger. Even better, everything they offer is free. You can even get sponsorships for your podcast with no minimum listenership required, like I've got. If you're looking to start a podcast of your own, there's no better place than Anchor. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Hello and welcome to The Happiness Question. Today we're interviewing Elizabeth Rossi, a texting expert from California. So tell me about yourself. So I've recently written a book called The Textbook, and I've always been a writer, but I do more uh, some TV pilots, I've done some feature films, I do some technical writing, just a mixture of things. And I never written a book before. So I thought, you know, I wanted to see kind of what the needs were out there and come up with an idea. So I was working on that and got that published just a couple months ago. How long have you been doing writing professionally? Well, I've been writing professionally, I'd say since maybe the mid 2000s. So about 14 years. And I left the corporate world in 2015. I was a computer engineer, actually, supporting myself to become a writer. So following that passion, <laughs> but also, you know, still had to pay the bills. Why computer engineer? Well, when I was in college, I was a writing major. And, you know, I'm originally from Western Pennsylvania, smaller town. And I was looking around and just thinking like, there's not a whole lot of writing opportunities here. What am I going to do? And I was having this conversation in my head as I was writing a theme paper on a computer. So I was looking at the computer thinking, well, these are going to be around for a while. So I did a dual major then with computers and writing and then really did both for about 
10 years or so outside of college until I could just focus on writing. So you just mentioned your book, the textbook. Uh, what is it about? So the textbook is really an attempt to help people connect better via texting because so many people have have arguments over texting and miscommunications, misunderstandings. There's a lot of pitfalls to it. So I thought I am going to try to make a difference and make an impact in people's lives and hopefully make them happier by just showing them some different ways on how they can communicate better via texting and really any instant messaging format. So how is texting different than normal conversation? There was a study done at UCLA that said really out of the way we've been kind of habitually trained and in, in everything to communicate, 93% of the communication style is actually nonverbal. So it's our facial expressions, our hand gestures, the tone of our voice, the look in our eyes, all that stuff. In texting, all of that is stripped away and you're left with the other 7%, which is really just the words. So that's the main trouble, I think, <laughs> that was the root of a lot of these problems because it is so different from just having a natural conversation with someone face-to-face. -face. So without facial expressions, how do we communicate how we feel without getting things mixed up and getting into those arguments? The purpose for texting is not really meant for uh, long, drawn-out conversations. It's not meant for in-depth, complex emotions and to discuss really a lot of life topics. There's uh, the 160 character limit on it in traditional SMS for a reason. And that's mainly because, you know, it's meant to say, hey, I'm running 10 minutes late, I'll see you soon. Or just brief little snippets of conversation. It's, it's really just meant as another tool in our toolbox that we can use to connect and, you know, with other people. But you, just like any other tool, like you wouldn't use a hammer to try to screw in a nail, you know? And I think maybe that analogy, a lot of people are trying to use texting for something that it's not meant for so that people just become more aware. Maybe this isn't the best tool to plan our future together <laughs> or whatever it is. Awesome. Is there a wrong way to text? There's all kinds of wrong ways. <laughs> there is a thing called texticate, which is short for texting etiquette. That's a phrase that I coined, and it really just goes through how to translate everyday common courtesy into the texting arena. So not following some of those, I hate to use the word wrong, but might not be the best way to text if you don't follow just proper texting etiquette that's you know popular and, and used in modern culture. The other ways I'll say that's not suggested it's just being aware and being mindful of these pitfalls and bringing, you know, context to the conversation and in those kind of things. How can what I say or how I say it affect my conversations and relationships? Well, really everything, <laughs> everything you say can affect your conversations and relationships, right? There's, a, there's an ancient proverb. It says the power of life and death is in the tongue. So everything you say really does affect your relationships with other people. And learning the best way to say that 
is is just so important and you know through through the years really people have come to me and just asking for advice like Liz what's the best way to phrase this and it's a lot of really sticky um, situations but saying how you're authentically feeling and saying it in a positive way really can um, disarm the other person they're not defensive you you are able to share your feelings and hopefully it's an, an opportunity for the two people to really bond and become closer rather than you know further apart and so yeah really everything you say can either bring that relationship closer or drive that drive a wedge into it and it's really up to you how you say it and how you communicate that and how to really find the true intention of what you're trying to say and, and kind of uncover some of those hidden feelings about the topic that you may want to express and then what's the best way to express that and is really texting the best form <laughs> to express that you may want to have like an opener text of uh hey I, there's something on my heart that i really want to talk to you about are you around later today to chat or you know whatever that is so I would suggest in those instances, just using an opener text, but that subtext, improving your subtext can really help with a lot of the conversations, I think, via texting and, and in person. Oh. Is it possible to stress too much about texting? Well, I think that's a very common uh, question that people ask themselves because we're always kind of you know, evaluating our own levels. Like, am I overreacting to this? Am I being too dramatic? Am I, you know, all those questions. But I think it comes down to just authentically looking at the text or the person in front of you or the conversation and assessing how you're feeling about it and then being able to share that in, in a positive way. So whatever that is that you're feeling. And if, if you are thinking maybe that you're stressing too much, just, you know, find, find a positive way to express that. Because I think, you know, repressing what we're feeling causes a lot of even more stress. And so just letting it out rather than having it build up, I think is so important. So I think a lot of us do tend to stress about, are we stressing too much or, or what to say, but improving your subtext really helps in those situations just to identify what is it that you're stressing about and how can I communicate this in a positive way? Because it, I think it comes down to, it doesn't matter if you're stressing, to, if you think you're stressing too much or not, you're stressing. So you should, what's the key issue there and how can you talk about that? Can you read into something too much? Yeah, I, you know, I am a huge fan of that. <laughs> I've done that probably in every, you know, with everything that I've ever done in my life. <laughs> but because I am a total self analyzer and self completely self critical and evaluate everything that I do and say. So yeah. Awesome. How can our communication with others affect our happiness or well being? Well, really, I feel like you know, communication is the key that we have to connect with each other. So I feel like it's 100% uh, related to our happiness and our personal well-being. Friends of mine who are doing studies at UCLA have discovered there's two main things to happiness, 
And one of them is feeling connected with other people. And the second thing, they said they also find people gain a lot of happiness from just doing kind acts for other people. So those two things. And with texting in particular, and I don't know if, uh, I'm sure there's, you know, there's further studies on this, but texting started to become popular in the late 1990s is when it first came out. And then it's been gaining popularity since then, of course. And the other unfortunate statistic is that so suicide rates have also uh, arisen since the late 90s. And with texting, there's a societal impact where it's just this little device in your hand. So you really, even though you're messaging maybe all kinds of people, you're not feeling that sense of connection with them. So that's one of the things to tackle is just how do we feel connected to each other using one of the most popular forms of communication today, texting. So communication, 100%. Uh, affects our happiness with other people and and I think the main root of that is really comes from that sense of feeling connected to your family to your friends to the world around you so that's really I think a key point is it healthy to be too involved in texting or social media or other online forums where you don't communicate in person as much Well, you know, I think social media is great. And I think texting, of course, is great. But like I said, it's a tool. It's a tool that we can use in our lives to connect with other people. I think that just like anything, though, if you take something to the extreme, that it can, it can be unhealthy. But I'm sure that that I don't know when I don't want to say limit. But that threshold is going to be different for everyone when people start to feel the negative emotions of being on Instagram or Facebook, or if you start to feel, you know, jealous or why, why aren't I in Bali right now? (laughs) You see all these fabulous vacations and all these things. And there is a whole, a whole nother societal impact that's caused from those kinds of things. But I think each individual has to find this threshold between what's healthy for them and unhealthy. But yeah, I think for sure that there are instances where too much social media, too much texting, you know, and those kinds of things that it can, can definitely be unhealthy too. How do we know if we've gone too far? That's a really good question. I think if you find yourself that you'd, that you'd rather be sitting at home on your phone than out with your friends, or if you're just feeling those, you know, feeling those negative emotions, just put your phone down, you know, put it on do not disturb. If you're constantly checking your phone, like I use my do not disturb all the time. It's, it's such a wonderful tool. If you're, if you're feeling distracted by your phone or by social media, I think that's a key thing. Like if you're not able to focus on what you're doing or the task at hand, you know, put it on, do not disturb. Find that, find what that threshold is for you. Really, it's a tool to help you build connections with other people. So if you're with other people, be with them, put the phone down, (laughs) you know, be with them. Don't be on your phone while you're with, you know. So I think there's some um, guidelines there just on how to gauge your usage. What does happiness mean to you? 
Oh, to me, I should bring my uh, puppy over here. <laughs> Come here, Snowball. Here he is. <laughs> this is happiness to me. <laughs> so happiness to me is really like uh, feeling that sense of connection with my family and friends. I always try to do kind things for others, partially because it's nice to do, <laughs> but also like I do like the feeling that I get after I do it. So those, those couple of things, you know, the beach <laughs> is happiness to me, <laughs> some good chocolate, you know, a lot, of, a lot of the little things in life. My brother passed away two years ago. So I've learned from that, you know, to really live in the moment really express what we're feeling to other people don't hold back you know really live every day to the fullest any other tips for how we can be happier or what has really made a big impact in your happiness i think for me personally you know i love just reaching out with friends and family and spending time with them being authentic not putting up a facade of who we think that they want to see, but just being able to share really what's going on in your mind and heart and being able to share that with some close confidants is, is wonderful. I think that's a, a wonderful tip and having people like that. I know that can be a hard topic for people when, you know, when we do feel sad, how can we communicate that with other people? I think, was it Emerson who said, no man is an island? And it's very true. And I'm very lucky to have uh, a lot of support from my friends and family here in uh, California and Pennsylvania. It's been awesome talking to you. Uh, where else can we find you? Well, on my, well, on the book's website, which is the-text-book.com. And on there, it gives a lot of information, of course, on the book and different things, events on the book. There's actually a texting personality quiz that people can take on the website. There's four main texting personalities, and each one has different traits. So uh, people can see what texting personality they are, and then even get some tips right on the website on how to text better. So it's the hyphen text-book.com and uh, yeah it's on on all the online major retailers Barnes and Noble Amazon all those guys yeah so please check it out it's awesome I hope that you have a great day thank you likewise bye bye today's episode has been brought to you by audible Get a free 30-day trial to get a free audiobook and two free Audible originals by going to audibletrial.com slash thehappinessquestion. Today's book recommendation is There Is No Good Card for This, which also talks about how to better communicate with others during crisis. Though this time, in writing. We hope you have a great day. Bye.